It's what we do every week here on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's time to get in the cage. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. And a pleasure to bring back to the program a triumphant return for the one, the only, Ariel Helwani is with us. Ariel, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And, you know, I always said I, I wouldn't return until you guys revealed your, your hockey team name and logo. So finally <laughs> you guys got rolling on that. And now here I am. Go crack and go. Hey, hey, before actually, before we get into the world of MMA, uh, what do you think of that name? Because there was a lot of debate out here. People going, eh, I don't love it, but I like the logo. I like the colors. What do you, what do you think of it? Can I be honest with you? And, and I was a little embarrassed to admit it when it actually came out. Uh, I've never heard of a Kraken. Um, I think it's from a movie. Uh, yeah, I'm Clash of the Titans. That world. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I do... I've never been a big fan of the non-plural team name, you know, Magic, Heat. That always seems a little strange to me when you're talking about a group of guys. I did like the uh, the color scheme that I saw on the logo and all that. The name is a little funky to me. Um, but, hey, I, I like that they were thinking outside the box. And uh, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for the Sonics. It hurts my heart that oh. there are no Sonics. And uh, I'm waiting for that day with that new-ish arena that they got for you guys over there. I'd, I'd love to see the Sonics come back. Well, you're, you're, you're speaking to the masses, my friend. We're all waiting for that. But let's, let's talk about the world of MMA. And let me get your take on, on Khabib Nurmagomedov and his – not that he won. I think most people were pr- expecting that outcome, maybe not as dominant as he was. But how surprised were you that he called it a career afterwards? I was surprised that he didn't wait until the next fight to do that because uh, I think a lot of people thought that uh, he would get to 30-0 and and retire – undefeated, perfect record, in honor of his father, maybe try to go to the, you know, try to get the George St. Pierre fight or something like that. So I think a lot of people were surprised that he stopped at 29, uh, somewhat reminiscent of Floyd Mayweather stopping at 49, but then, of course, coming back for the 50th fight against Connor. This one feels a lot different. I think a lot of people feel like he's being genuine and, and, and that he'll w- w- really never fight again because uh, he's a man of his word and, and his reasons are much different. Of course, he's doing it in honor of his dad and saying that he promised his, his mother that he wouldn't continue without his father. So for now, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that he is done. And yeah, I was really surprised just because there was one left. It's not like we're talking, you know, three, four more fights. We're talking about one more fight left and he's so good and continues to look better each and every time Consider the fact that his Connor fight ended in the fourth round via submission, his Poirier fight ended in the third round via submission, and this one second round via submission, and he's just looking phenomenal out there. So a selfish part of me wishes he stuck around, but I totally respect and understand why he's walking away. Yeah, and you hit on what I was going to ask you, and that is, you know, since it happened, I've had a bunch of people tweet and ask me, how long till he's back in the cage? How long till we see him in there with Connor or somebody else? I'm thinking... He's just a different dude. He's got a different set of principles and conviction to him that I, I buy it. I know, I know fighters, whether we're talking boxing or MMA, they always retire, then they always come back, and it's, it's the you know, same old story. With him, he just seems to have a different conviction to him where I'm like, yeah, I think he's done. I think we'll never see him in the cage again. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would not be shocked if he never fights again. Um, and especially, like, you know, we saw Cejudo walk away. And then we come to find out it's more about money and things of that nature. And, and sometimes you'll see guys like DC walk away and, and, you know, that's about age and, and you get that as well. But in this regard, you have a guy who's 32, who's undefeated, who continues to look better and more dominant than ever. And you say to yourself, like, well, why? Why would you walk away now, especially when we're programmed in the fight game to not believe these sort of things? But 
then when you hear the reason and you know how close he was with his dad, who wasn't just his dad, right? He was his mentor. He was his head coach. He was his best friend. And then you hear that, you know, he made a promise to his mom and you know how close he is with his mom. It all kind of makes sense. And um, unless his mom gives him the green light and the blessing, I wouldn't be surprised if he never comes back. And, and by the way, uh, talking to Daniel Cormier, of course, on Monday and, and uh, you know, he, he told me this as well, like, the man just feels really relieved and happy, and it's been a really tough year for him. Uh, I'm sure he's kind of happy to not have any obligations of, of that sort anymore to deal with. Well, let, let me ask you the the other question that gets debated endlessly is where does he rank? People calling him the GOAT, greatest of all time. He's undefeated. Uh, John Jones is making his case on Twitter, and I think you know, regardless of how you feel about John and what he's done in the past – I think he's got a good case. I mean, you look at the number of title defenses, the gauntlet that he ran through versus what Khabib's done. Where yeah, where where do you rank those guys? All right, so pound for pound, like current active fighters, pound for pound, and I'll include Khabib at least for this month as an active fighter because you know he fought in the month of October. Um, he's number one pound for pound in my opinion. He's the number one pound for pound fighter on the planet. Um, I had John up until this fight, but when you consider those last three fights. And you consider how good and dominant he looked. And when you consider how John has looked in his last three fights, to me, it's not much of a debate. Now, when you talk about all-time best, then it gets a little tricky. Uh, I kind of have two lists, to be honest with you. I have a, a PD list and a non-PD list <laughs> because it gets a little funky. Um, if you want, what, what do you want first? Do you want my PD list or my non-PD list? Give me the non. Okay, so the non-PD list would obviously exclude... John Jones and Anderson Silva, who, of course, have tested positive in the past multiple times. So the non-PD list is this. George St. Pierre, Daniel Cormier, and again, remember, those two guys moved up in weight and won belts in a second weight class. I think that's very important when you're talking about, you know, all-time pound for pound. Khabib, Demetrius Johnson, and Fedor Emelianenko. That's my non-PD list. And then the PD list is George St. Pierre. So he's the same for me, number one. John Jones, number two, Anderson Silva, number three, Daniel Cormier, number four, and then Khabib Nurmagomedov, number five. Fair enough, fair enough. I, 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 I might put Demetrius up a little high. He's a guy I never thought got the respect he deserved. I know he didn't bring in the fans the way Dana and the UFC wanted him to, but he's the mo one of the most dominant champions we've ever seen, and I know it's 125 pounds, but, man, that guy just is is he's in another another level to me it's just it's just an amazing talent that never truly got the respect he deserved i think because of his size yeah and also i mean his one loss uh of course was just you know two years ago to cejudo and a lot of people still think he won that fight i'm one of them um, and so then you'd have to <laughs> yes yeah, so you'd have to go back to his 135 pound title fight against dominic cruz in 2011 to uh to find his last legitimate loss and so, you know, I agree with you. I, I think I think Demetrius, because he's not, you know, your your typical, uh, you know, sports entertainer, showman, promoter, self-promoter, I think we'll appreciate him a lot more when he's gone, when he's not as active. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that people will talk about in a much more glowing way later on in his career. But I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, one of the more underappreciated champion um, for the for champions for the UFC and, and legends as well. Well, let me let me ask you one more because I know your time is limited. And you brought up Anderson Silva. Perfect. He'll he'll be uh, doing the career send off. We assume at forty five years old, he'll be fighting Uriah Hall. Now, what in your opinion is he? I mean, he's won one fight, I think, in his last eight. 
I think he's got one win, if I'm accurate there. I mean, it's just it's been a tough road for him. Has he damaged his legacy at all in your mind? Is he still a guy you 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 revere the same way you did before he got into the Chris Weidman fights and then he lost to Bisping and Cormier and all those? Where where do you put him? Yeah, well, you know, uh, the PD stuff hurts the legacy uh, more than anything, in my opinion. But you you have to also take into account like the guys who knew when to say when and the guys who didn't, right? Like DC knew when to say when, right? He, he went out with a heavyweight title fight, went the distance with the champ, and then said, I'm done. Um, you know, Anderson's last legitimate win was 2012 against Stefan Bonner. Um, because we have to now discount the, the, uh, the Nate Diaz, excuse me, not the Nate Diaz, the Nick Diaz fight, which of course he tested positive for afterwards. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a tricky one with him. Um, I do feel like much like BJ Penn who stuck around too long, he heard his legacy. Like you, you remember early BJ Penn, the guy was one of the best fighters on the planet. He was pound for pound, one of the very best, same with Anderson. But now when you look at the entire body work, same way you'll compare Anderson to, say, a Habib, you look at the entire body work. One guy's retiring undefeated. The other guy is, you know, on this long losing streak. And you know what's crazy? Anderson started his career at around the same age that Habib is now retiring. So, you know, Anderson did so much work on the back end. I can't but wonder, you know, what Habib could do in the next five years. But it's just amazing to compare that. Unfortunately for Anderson, he stuck around, in my opinion, too long, and, and it hurts his legacy a little bit. All right, last one before I let you go. Who do you like in that one between uh, Silva and Hall? Man, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to see Anderson turn back the clock um, and, and retire on top. It's a little weird how this whole thing is being treated. Like, is it his last fight? Is it not his last fight? Is it his last fight in the UFC? The whole thing's very confusing. Um, so it would be nice. Uh, but I, I think the smart money is on Uriah Hall, considering the fact that he's younger, he's taking less damage, and also considering the fact that you know he's he's looking good as of late. He's with a new team, Fortis MMA in Dallas, and uh, I think he's he's turned the corner. He's looking very good. His head coach, Safe Saud, is one of the best in the sport, and I think he's he's figured out the puzzle that is Uriah Hall. Uh, worth noting, by the way, Anderson. Yes, he stuck around. He's he's got all those losses, but he's not getting embarrassed out there. It's not like right. he's getting like brutally knocked out, and it's just kind of sad. Um, he's just losing to younger, better guys. And you know, if history is any indication, that will happen again. But I'm not going to count him out because, like I said, he's not getting embarrassed. He still is Anderson Silva, and you never know when when someone can turn back the clock on any given night. He is Ariel Helwani. You can catch him on ESPN, Ariel Helwani's MMA show. Check out the podcast, DC and Helwani. He's everywhere doing a great job covering the sport of MMA and, and a little boxing. I'm sorry we didn't have time to get to uh, your press conference with Mike Tyson and Roy uh-huh. Jones Jr. Perhaps we can do that for after the event and get your take on it. But, Ariel, I'm glad we were able to catch up. I know you're busy, so I really appreciate you cutting out some time. And hopefully it won't be such a long time before we get a chance to talk again. Thanks so much, man. No, I, I owe you an apology, so I, I always appreciate you guys asking. Sometimes it gets a little hectic, but great to talk to you again. I love the city of Seattle. I hope everyone's doing well, and thank you for having me on again.